All I do is over here is this Rebbeinu Yernum, excuse me, this Pachad Yitzchok, I mean, Kippur and Maimur Dalad, he actually talks about Rebbeinu Yernum, that's where the Rebbeinu Yernum came into the picture, okay. I'm not totally losing it. I apologize for the, the, the screen. I can't get it to go. I'm not sure why not. Okay. Um, um, so the, the first paragraph, he uh, sort of starts off with the, the, the introduction. He gives this philosophical statement that we need to, put, need to understand, connect, make connections. The whole long, it's a very nice way, beautiful way of saying it. That's not really where we, where we want to go. Um, okay. Oh, he, wa- he wants to understand over here is the concept of Kabbalah al-Habo. You know that one of the parts of, of Tshuva is a concept called uh, Kabbalah al-Habo. And um, what exactly is the uh, what exactly is this, this concept of Kabbalah al-Habo as part of, part of the Tshuva process? Okay. Um, oh, you don't have you don't have this. Um, you don't have you don't have you don't have keep Okay, so give me one second. I can do that. I think, I think I can do that. Give me a second. Let's see if I can get get into. If if the Chachma is not. Uh, it's available. That would be good. Second, and I will, I will be able to share this with you.
should have the murmur in the chat. Okay. We're starting from all of you. Okay. Um, that he wants to know that this this concept um, there's a concept that a person has uh, uh, we, we make a kabbalas you know it's a very common issue connected to the the time of of chuba Yom Kippur this person making kabbalas you want to understand what exactly is the function of kabbalas that a person is making. Um, uh, how do we understand that? How do we relate to that? So he says like this. So look about about halfway through the first paragraph, page Samachalaf. Kach Shanalon Rabbi Seinu. It's about halfway through the page paragraph. So Zalab said, Olam Shiesh Biyodu Avera Umisma the Benu Chosipoy. Mahudaima, person who has an Avera. Says we the but doesn't actually stop doing the veira. So what does he do? Matul la'adam b'shatayfes sheretz biyadei. Shevil table b'chol meimish shabayolam le'osel l'tvila. Holding on to the sheretz, so you you can't uh, the the tvila and the mikvah doesn't work. Zarka miyadei kim shatoma b'memso amiyad also l'tvila. But if you get rid of it, even being terrible in just a small amount of forty saws is enough. Shemar moed b'oiz of yiruchim. Okay. There's three explanations in the Rishonim to explain this. This more says he's in a Kaiser boy. He's not actually refraining from the Veira. So what's he referring to? She says Rashi Shapira Shvena Kaiser boy l'shalom esegzela. Rashi says he he stolen and he has given the, the given the money back. So he hasn't really truly been been Kaiser from the Veira. Uh, so he hasn't stopped doing the Veira because if he hasn't paid it back in a certain sense he's still holding in the state of the Veira that's how uh, Rashi understands um, the Rambam understands the problem is that the more means that he didn't make a Kabbalah so he has Kabbalah what he did he hasn't made a Kabbalah uh, moving forward, which whatever the whatever Kabbalah halaba means, which is probably what he wants to accomplish. She the Rebbeinu Yonah b'Shar Harishan b'Ikar Hasheni. The Rebbeinu Yonah talks about this in uh, the first shara of Shari Chuba. Uh, he the first shara of Shari Chuba deals with the, the, what he calls the twenty different ikorim, which are part of, which define Shuba. There's he has. We know that the Rambam has three or four elements to Chuba. He has Chorot in the past. Um, he has Kabbalah Lahabo. He says Vidui. So Ben Yonah has those three as well. Um, and then the Rambam, the, the Ben Yonah continues on and says there are many other ones besides. But the first three are Chorot, Kabbalah Lahabo, and Vidui. So in the second Iker, which is uh, which is uh, Kabbalah Lahabo. The Rebbeinu asked the following questions: If if the two primary primary elements of, of tshuva are karata and kavala lahava, so what's the order? Which one goes first? 
So he says a fascinating uh, rule. He says there are two t- types of people who do There's a person who is basically doing the right thing, and then occasionally he he has a, he lapses. And there's a person who is in, a, in, a, in the wrong path. He says a person who is in the in the right the going in the right way, but occasionally he may he does something wrong. The main thing for him is the charot. That's the first step. For the person who is in Mithyasa, he's in the wrong path. Uh, so the first step is Kabbalah Sachet, he calls it. Uh, later on, you'll come to Kharat. That's what the Ben Yerna says. Person who is a, has just happened to be that he, he's, he didn't have error, but he's not, this is not his common way of doing it. His first step is to just, just have tremendous regrets for what he did, and then work on making a, a some type of a kabbalah to prevent it. So the first step is moida, which the Benyamin says the process of, of saying really is in conjunction with regretting what you've done. A person who is in a path which is not good, and he 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 goes along this road uh, constantly. So such an individual, his first step is to do uh, is to is lahaba, and later on he'll get involved in chorota. Well, then, yes. I think it's a separate separate point. I think it's a separate separate point. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, so I mean, I once heard from one of my said over from uh, um, Ruben Feinstein that Ruben uh, sh- said that um, that the true charata for such a person only really is possible after he corrects himself. He said, "Gave him marshal." Imagine a person uh, works as, in a tannery. He's a tanner. So the smell of a tannery is horrible. But, you know, the person who works there doesn't notice it as as, as much as other people, um, how much it you know, affects him. Um, and um, that's... So one thing he sees, you know, he notices he goes into shul, like, and, and then um, nobody... Uh, Nobody uh, like sitting next to him, etc. You know, he takes a shower, doesn't help, etc. But this is, you know, what I don't want any of this for. So he decides to move into a different job. So he moves into a different job, and eventually, slowly but surely, you know, the, the smell which he has with him constantly dissipates, and he will go from job to job. And eventually, at some point in his life, he starts working in a perfumery. So this person is worth dealing with these beautiful, delicate smells. One day, he walks by a tannery. And he smells the horrible stench of the tannery. And he says, I can't believe I used to work there. And he faints from the smell. 
So once he's moved into the world where he's dealing with beautiful, nice smells, he realizes how bad it smelled. So you can't really have the real harata until you move out of the chet. You don't know how bad the chet is. You don't understand how bad it is until you move to a world where you see how beautiful not chet is. Then you can look back and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. That's the true harata. So it's not really shy of a full harata until being the process of aziva sechet. That's what the Reuben suggested upshot in this Rebbeinu Yerno. Balzem maybe Rebbeinu Yerno. Hamoshel v'tel b'sher Now, so the uh, Rebbeinu Yerno says that the reason why you have to do aziva sechet first because otherwise you have, like the Amora says, the Moshel, a person goes to the mikvah with the sheretz. So, um, so Rashi said that the person, the case where we hear the problem was being told with the sheretz is because you haven't returned the gzela. And the Rama says because you haven't made a kabbalah lahabo. Ben Yerna says if you don't have a zivas hachet, so you're told with sheretz v'yoder. So the charata and the vidui is is like the mikvah. It's a cleansing process. The charata and the vidui is a cleansing process. But it only works if you've gotten rid of the sherets. You've stopped doing the veri. And Yerim said, the Hirish Amilim shall be eno chazeboy. So, in the other words, he's, he's not, he's not, he has not refrained from the veri. So Rashi says, it's a unique scenario where there's, he's actually physically still involved in the veri. He hasn't returned to Gzela. Should be the Rambam and the Rebbeinu Yerno say no. We're not talking about that that previous Avera. He's, he's going to do it again. This not that he's still holding on the first Avera. Rashi says he still has returned the Gzela, so the first Avera is still here. No, 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 that's not true. The first Avera is gone, but he's going to be doing it again. Um, they both say that the issue is we need to correct yourself. But the Rebbe says that this need for Kabbalah Lahaba um, and that is lacking in your Harata is only a person who's in, the, in, in, this, in this inappropriate path on a regular basis. So let, let, let's clarify what he's saying. So I'm telling you that the process, the process of, a mik, of Vidui the person doesn't read it properly, it's like a mikvah. It's matara the person, it's makapra the person. And the vidri is an expression of the person's charata. Primarily, the Rediyanas are saying the vidri is an expression of the charata. Uh, that's the source of these, the, count, the three concepts. He says, Where do you see charata? Um, he says, charata and vidri go together. The true vidri, I come and I say, I say I'm saying, I am sorry. I really couldn't care. I don't feel any bad. I did it, but I am sorry. That's ridiculous. That's not what you're saying. I feel so bad that I did that. That's a that's a vidui. So, but it's it's tied to the concept of charata. So there has to be a charata. Charata and vidui are tied together. But now, but Chazal is telling us that the process of charata and vidui, which is a tahara process, only works if you stop doing levera. But here it says, well, it depends. If you're me so you have this problem. So you have to first be Oizavachet. And then you can talk about the Vidui and the Kharata. But a person that does this occasionally, yeah, the main thing is just do the Kharata. What does that mean? 
so like why aren't we uh, we solve the same problem? He didn't have error, and as it were, and he's saying video in Karata, even though he hasn't quote unquote fixed it. So, the Chilik and Lamdis is difficult, and just shot the Bryce is difficult. The Bryce says you always have to correct yourself before you 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 go to the Mikra, i.e., the Mikra being the Vidui and the Karata. You always have to correct yourself. No, 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 it's only from a case like this, but not like that. Where's the man going to see that in the Gemara? And that's his, that's his question. Okay. Okay. El Shalmanim on a mitach, the Rosh Hashanah. So Zatru Hutner. I, I I have to learn out from Rabbi Yerna the Kavol P Shachlot Al Aver Kabbal Al Hava Heim Shnei Amudim Asher Aleim Elam Atshuva Oimid. We know that the two primary primary elements of Tshuva are Kabbal Al Hava and Shachlot Al Aver. B'Chol says Mechalokim Heim Betvisas Mekayma Mechutz Elam Atshuva. But they have roles um, not only in the world of Tshuva, and they play different roles. Um, okay. Uh, the power, the count of the charata is only relevant through the, in the process, the tshuva process. The Russian had not created the concept of tshuva. So we're not for the concept of tshuva. So I, I feel bad. I, I really regret that I did that. Okay, it's very nice. But you did it. Yeah, but I, I really feel bad that I killed him. Yeah, but you killed him. I really feel bad, but I, but I killed him. Yeah, like, well, I don't chuba. Oh, so there's a thing called chuba. The first man had not introduced the concept of the chuba. The fact that you feel bad is very nice, but so what? What role would it play in the the, the roles of the of the Torah? We look Kabbalah regards to Kabbalah it's not necessarily bound. To the concept of tshuva, a person is a big tzaddik and he decides he wants to uh, wants to uh, be, be, develop himself in a certain area. He makes certain kabbalas. Is that because of tshuva that he didn't have error? No, he's he's doing it because he feels that he'll grow. So a person says, you know, this year I I, I really want to I want to I want to grow, so I'm going to take to learn dafyemi. So it's a kabbalah. I'm going to learn that. The, it's two blood a day. I'm going to learn ten blood a day. I'm going to learn five hours a day. I'm going to do ten chasadim a day. It's not. It's not because. Oh my gosh! I haven't done chasadim until now. I'm a big balavera. Ah, I'm making no. I want to. I I, I recognize that it's an area which I want to grow in. So I'm going to make kabbalas. So kabbalah kabbalah the haba is not necessarily bound to the world of tshuva, whereas chorota is only relevant in the context of tshuva. And that's the point that he says. Okay. The truth is, Kaisa was Makabal Torah. Kaisa was Makabal certain Kabbalahs in regards to doing the Torah. We have a Kabbalah, we have the Kabbalah by Harsinai. We have Kabbalah again by Hargizim and Har Evil. 
we have the the the, the bris which the, the parsha that Zavon talks about. Kaisa entered into a bris of Baruch It wasn't because of tshuva. We've done something wrong. We need to make a kabbal. No, it's because Kaisa is committing to. Kaisa is going into a, a state of a, a commitment between himself and the Kaddish Baruch to serve the Kaddish Baruch That's a kabbal. And we don't, we, we don't, so that's not, that's not, that's not in the context of tshuva at all. Okay. Uboal Zemikra Beforish Patar, the sixth parsha, or last sixth parsha, Cursed be the one who does, is not yakim, all of the words of Torah to do them. So this word yakim means, literally means to lift up. So what does it mean? By person who does not make a commitment to keep the Torah, he gets a call. So by it's not enough that we do Torah mitzvahs. We have to do Torah mitzvahs from from a commitment. There's a klala if you're not yakim, if you do not undertake to do this. You just happen to do it. So you might be doing a lot of mitzvahs, a lot of things, etc. But if it's not because you made a commitment to do this, there's you're you're lacking in something. So we said there's a concept of the Kabbalah, which is not nothing to do with the concept of of uh tshuva. Give us a remember Kalama Main. Amain said Kabbalah is the word, and that's because I'll say that when the person who Kaiso said Amain means they're committing to this. Okay, so um, so exactly what does the shul do? So we are we are making sure that we're not going to do the zara. Okay, so we have a person who's a friend from a year, and he says, "I, I keep the mitzvahs, so you can't do the zara." He says, "You know what? I'm going to talk about the mitzvah, but I promise. Now I feel now. Like, what's the difference? The, is the promise going to change how you do Torah mitzvahs?" If you believe in Torah mitzvahs, so you believe in Torah mitzvahs. So what do you need the promise for? And if you don't believe in Torah mitzvahs, so the, you know, the promise doesn't bother you either. Well, I, but, you, but, you, but, Hashem said, but you promised, yeah, but yeah, but I don't, I don't care about my promises. So what does the promise add? What does the commitment, what does the Kabbalah add more than the first Chiyav of the Torah? Torah gave a Chiyav, and then the Torah says, and I want you not only to do it, but I want you to be Makabal it. What is the Kabbalah doing? So, so you know what? I have a whole fascinating idea. The normal thought process is the reason why we make a Kabbalah is a way to strengthen the commitment and prevent us from doing a virus. So then the question is a good question. If you don't really care about the Vera to start with, Averus to start with, why will you care about why will you care about the Vera of the of the the the, the, the Shur, the Kabbalah more than you care about what is over to start with? He says it's a mistake. The purpose of the Kabbalah is not to stop you from doing the Vera. That's a mistaken notion. A person that we, we, we assume is chashed and doing a veris, he's also chashed that, that he'll do this, he'll, he'll swear falsely. So more, more says the person who is chashed, he will steal. Arguably, he should swear falsely also. So what do you gain by adding a shua? So the ain't shua zu dugmas kakesh shanam mihad koy mechashash nitu. 
there's a type of a knot that we make because we, we need two things to be together. We're afraid they're going to pull apart. So we make a knot to make sure they don't pull apart. That's not what it is. We describe the relationship of Rabbi Tzotama that they are tied, they're connected together. They're tied together. The pshat is that in, when, if, I'm, if I connect to somebody, I tend to learn from them. I tend to, to receive from them much more than I happen to be occasionally with them. So even if I'm with them a lot, but if I don't tie myself to them, I don't bind myself to them, I, I tend to exist independently and not necessarily gain from them. But if I bind myself to the, the individual, so the, the binding process allows me to gain, to learn from them. Because we're, we're, we're in a relationship. And relationship has a dynamic which is only true in a relationship. But if you're doing your thing and I happen to be there, etc., I'm not still going to be part of the process. I'm not involved in the process. So it doesn't have the same impact on me. She says, that's a fascinating idea behind Kabbalah Lahaba. Kabbalah Lahaba is putting ourselves in a relationship with the Kabbalah Lahaba. So now we're not doing mitzvahs. So it's not for the, to stop you from doing averus. It's a totally different purpose. It's it's to to redefine what your mitzvahs look like. Are your mitzvahs mitzvahs? Are your mitzvahs part of a, a, a relationship with the kaddish Borakul that you have committed to? Now, the same way in a marriage, we understand um, that a person who can do many, many mundane things in the, in the context of their marriage. They're changing diapers, they're taking out garbage, there's, they're cleaning the house, etc. Those can be done from the vantage point of, because listen, we have a house, and I can't be a mess, etc. Or they can be done from the vantage point of, I have a spouse who cares about this very much, and I'm doing this because I care very much about my spouse, and therefore I'm going to do this because to, to, I care about them. The between the first and the second one, the first one is not strengthening their 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 cashier by taking out the garbage. The second person is every time that they do they take out the garbage and they they, they clean their house etc. If they do it because in the count the, the prism of a relationship, it strengthens the relationship because each time you you work your muscles in the relationship, the relationship gets stronger. So the context of why you're doing something, it just because you're, because you're doing it, because you're doing it as part of a, a cabal of a commitment to somebody, to somebody or something, is a different, totally defines the action as being a different action. Okay. So he says, But even the Hidok Hiskashus, Hayasayrishal Talmud the Rabbi, ain't a Bob Shmira Mikhaev The reason why it, it Talmud makes a Kesha with his Rebbe isn't because. I, I, I want to be mechazim a kesher because well, I'm worried if I don't mechazim it, it'll fall apart. That's not the reason why I'm doing that. I'm doing that because I gain more the more I can, more, more, the more mekusher I am. I want to be connected because I want to be connected. The connection itself is valuable to me. The more mekusher I feel with my rabbi, his marshal, and the more the relationship is is, is deeper, uh, becomes more muchashi, uh, tangible. The next step is well, if we have that type of relationship, I can gain so much more from my rebbe. 
So the purpose of the of the commitments of the Kabbalah, as it were, of being part of this relationship, the purpose of it is not to prevent you from becoming disengaged. The purpose of it is to strengthen your engagement. Okay, so therefore, even though we've said, when you look at the negative side, that a commitment doesn't help stopping the Veiru. The person who's ready to, do, ready to eat Rave, the fact that he made a Shua would not necessarily stop him. But on the positive end, so if I'm doing it from a commitment, so when I do the mitzvah, I've, I've accomplished, I did the mitzvah. And I've also accomplished that I did the mitzvah from the vantage point of a relationship, of a commitment. So even though the commitment won't stop me from doing averis, it will clearly enhance my mitzvahs. It will redefine my mitzvahs. So those who are doing Averis, the Shua is not going to help you. The is not going to help you. So comes out the purpose of the Kabbalah al-Lahaba is not to correct your sins. Because if... They said, look, you know, I've been doing these various, but now that I made a Kabbalah, I'm not going to do these various. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good theory. It usually doesn't work. You make your Kabbalah, and next thing you know, you're still doing your various. Right? So the point, point of the Kabbalah is not to stop the various. So rather, what is the point of the Kabbalah? Um... um it's it's the Kabbalah comes out but through the, the process of Hatamata Kabbalah, so what I'm doing it is I'm doing it A because I'm doing the mitzvah, B because I'm doing it because I, it's part of a relationship. Rock is the of action, that's what we're looking for. Clothed the most of Kabbalah's Shua Zu, Akimum Shaltara mitzvah. This Kabbalah the Kaiso made made a Shua that they're gonna keep Tara mitzvahs a shakes so he's he tvisa asatama Kaiso connected to this commitment, this Shua. The purpose wasn't to strengthen your willpower against the Veras. But it was, it was to create a whole different way of doing the mitzvahs. It was from the vantage point of a relationship, a deep relationship, which will then allow that you as the Connection to Kodesh Baruch will become stronger. You will gain more and learn more from it. Let's just finish the paragraph. A person who is in a relationship with Kodesh Baruch Hu, and he undertakes to do certain things. And he finds a way to make a, a commit, true commitment. The reason why he's making Kabbalah isn't because he's scared he's not going to keep it. Therefore, the Kabbalah is Mechazik, his commitment to keep it. That's not the point. He says, but rather, the same way when Klai Yisrael 
by her agrees on her evil when they when they undertook that last that, that last one of the uh, eleven uh, clothes that order to the person who doesn't do his mitzvah from the point of a relationship of a commitment. So the same Christ still made that shua by her and her evil. And the point of the shua was to be committed to the relationship. Not to, not because that's gonna prevent you from doing the Mavis. Because arguably. If you're still you're also gonna serve falsely. So what you gained? But what you gained was when you don't steal but you don't steal because of a commitment to the relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So that stealing is a chizuk in your relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. I, I commit to put on tefillin. So put on tefillin is, is a mitzvah. Put on tefillin is now part of a, of a commitment of a relationship. It's my way to take, as it were, to put into the relationship. So this is a fascinating idea that the point of the Kabbalah uh, is not so much to prevent the backsliding, it's it's so much more to just in, totally enhance and redefine um, what this um, what why I'm doing mitzvahs or, or how I'm doing mitzvahs. I'm doing them from a vantage point of being in a with, with relationship with the Kodesh It's not about I the Russian sort of stands in this distant throne and says, do, do mitzvahs, don't do various, otherwise you get punished. It's about a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And I'm, the relationship comes about by the fact that I, when I commit to something, we have a relationship. If it just happens to be that, you know, it happens to be to do something, so then it's not part of a relationship. Or it's a very minimal relationship. But if, I, if it's doing it because I have some level of commitment to the other party, then it means we're, we are in relationship by definition. So the mile of Kabbalah is a generates vehicle to have a relationship. Okay, let's hold it here. Um, That's a fascinating idea. So, I mean, he's really just talking about the Yom Kippur element. He's not really dis- discussing the Rosh Hashanah element or the Sukkot element. He's saying when we come to Yom Kippur and we do Shuvah, and we do Shuvah, part of doing Shuvah is this Kabbalah Lahaba. The point of the Kabbalah Lahaba is that a Kabbalah is a statement of that I care. It's important to me. It's a statement of that I'm involved, I, I, I am part of the, I, I'm part of, it's a two-way street. I care about you, and I want to give to you, and I'm committed to that. And I, and I say that, I verbalize that, like a husband verbalizes to his wife. I care about you, and therefore I'm committed to this relationship. So how do you, so talk is cheap. So how do you show that you're really committed to the relationship? By doing what what is necessary to strengthen the relationship. Would that then blossom and, and generate a, a relationship sitting in a sukkah together? That's a good art, that's a very beautiful thought, yes. I mean, he's not touching on that, but it is a beautiful thought to say that. Okay. Shkoyach. So, 